Hello, and welcome back to The Redo. We are on episode 14, and today we've got a 2018 wrap-up. Before that, we've got a family and friends holiday review, <laughs> see what's going on in our lives. Um, John's got some interesting tidbits of news for me. Um, we've got reviews, driving update, <laughs> and some endorsements as usual. All right. And let's Hello not again, forget John. our year in review. Oh, yes. 2018 wrap-up. Yeah, it's big key. year. Big year for both of us. Yes, actually, quite indeed. Um, let's start with the holidays. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, happy post-Thanksgiving, John. <laughs> um, I know you like you to be uh, a time, time um, classic or you know timeless, but it's Cyber Monday today, by the way. Oh, here's the thing. Is Black Friday and Cyber Monday, what's the difference? And then uh, the Small Business Saturday isn't it all I know, the same it just thing? keeps going. And then tomorrow's Giving Tuesday for all the nonprofits and charities. What does that mean? That's when all the nonprofits and charities encourage you to spend money on them and not just things for uh, yourself. After, after <laughs> consumerism, you can Right, and should you donate. have any money left, which most people don't, I don't think. <laughs> There's Giving Tuesday. They're trying to make you feel guilty for being a selfish asshole and but still spend your money, but just on... Good causes. Do you do you get like stressed during the holiday season? I mean, I I don't, but I don't know. In terms of consumerism or otherwise, everything. I don't know because I think we both used to travel a lot. Yes. So especially, I mean, I traveled a lot during this time also. Although Mm -hmm. I intend to be home, so I kind of avoid all these stresses that you know. I don't. I'm saying you consciously do it. Okay. Um, I just take myself out of most sort of holiday festivities in general and specifically mm-hmm. these, like, you know, I don't do Thanksgiving. I barely do Christmas, New Year's. I don't do that. You I mean, know, does like, your, I mean, does your family do it anyway or not really? Like they try, really, like, they try, they try, but I, I resist. I resist. <laughs> I feel like that's most families. They try, they try. Do you? Uh, see, mine have all been unintentional. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> So the past few years that I have been around, you know, instead of being that teenage, like eye rolling phase and like, I hate this, sure. it's like, I just embrace it because it's hilarious. It's like so wacky. You know, most people's families are kind of wacky. Like some people say their families are crazy and some people's families are like crazy. You know what, what are you guys? <laughs> you guys are wacky. I think a little wacky. You know, there's a lot of loud talking and like unnecessary stress. Not saying there's not family tension, but I feel like it's not, there's no like worry of having some big blowout, for example. Um, but I brought the boyfriend to Thanksgiving oh this year. That was his first time with my family. And it was funny because like, he was like, you're making it sound so daunting. And I was like, no, no, it's cool. It's chill. But no one's a vegetarian. How many, <laughs> like, people, oh, how many people are at this gathering? This one is almost annual. It's uh, one of my uncle's houses. And if he feels like having it, then he will have it. If they're not <laughs> having it, you know, with the other side of the family. So that was... I, would say maybe 10, 15 people. Okay. Um, this year, there were some other family adjacent people who, who came by who hadn't been there in the past two years. And there were two dogs as well. And that was, uh, that was good. So he impressed my younger cousins by his chopping skills. Uh-huh. <laughs> he loves chopping. And they're like, yeah, we're going to make these, these things we had at a spa with wine. <laughs> they're young. They're so cute. Um, they obviously don't, they don't cook that much. And so he was like chopping the strawberries like super fast. They're like, Oh my God. <laughs> Get that chopping points, ability. Points. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. But it was chill. It was cool in terms of that. Um, and then the day after Thanksgiving, another side of my family has a thing they call Chinese Thanksgiving. Really, it's just a, it's a, actually a brilliant way to get the family together without, um, you know, it's like everyone prioritizes certain sides of the family right. for actual Thanksgiving. Right. But the reality is most people are still free on the Friday as well, at least at night. And so the idea is like bring all of your leftover food and have a gathering with that oh, side of the family. This is the other family. The other side, right, yes. Right. I have a lot of family in right. the Bay Area. 
Well, I mean, because um, and, then, th- I mean, they're kind of like the secondary. Right. But then everybody, it's, better, like, it's right. interesting that it's like a mutual acknowledgement. It's like, okay, we're right. all secondary to each other. Sure. Exactly. So <laughs> you get the leftovers. I love yes, that. exactly. Okay. So it, it works. It works. And for people who don't want to have like Thanksgiving food for a week straight, it's a good way to get rid of stuff. Um, but the brilliant thing for this one is that the hostess, this is she's a teacher she's great and you can tell she's a teacher she's just so organized and so well at wrangling huge groups of people Mm -hmm. activities exactly activities yeah there are lots of games i told you i played many games when i was there which i know is your favorite thing i had a few games i also sent to my friend to try with his family oh is he a gamer friend as well a little bit but you know you need social games for all ranges Right, you know, for yes, exactly. for family games is very different than just games. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she organized all this stuff, and everyone has to participate. Is that true? You, it's like um, she. I think she requires a, a minimum number of people. Right. Like she will try to wrangle everyone. Not everyone does it, of course, but she manages to get enough people. Enough people have the buy-in. So yeah. when I first got there, regular games just before dinner, like spoons. One that was called the winking game. I don't, I don't. I was like, are you guys just making this up, or is this real? Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, yes. all games are made up at some point. Sure. And then we had this game called Take Nine. Have you ever heard of that? Uh, I have. I think I've even played it. I don't recall how it goes, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. I only heard half the rules. I only knew what I was doing half the time, but I did not win. (laughs) And then I think the the game of the night was Family Jeopardy. Family Jeopardy. Is it, is it, is it like from Friends episode where it's about you guys? Oh, I never saw that episode, but yes, it is about us. I love it. And I I thought it was, I was going to fail miserably, but I knew more than I thought I did. About your family. Yes. Yeah. So apparently how this got orchestrated, that there was a survey that was sent out Mm. via email, just about basic information about yourselves. I guess like where you went to school, you know, just who you are relative to everybody else, perhaps maybe just sorting out some stuff in the family tree. And then, but my, so I had no idea that this happened. Usually my dad's the point person and he will forward the emails. Uh, to us, but I had no idea what this was. And I found out afterwards that my dad thought the survey was a phishing scam. So he didn't do it. <laughs> no, he thought it was fake. He I was like, oh, you thought so it was weird. spam? He's like, so many personal I questions. It was more than spam. I thought it was a phishing email. Wow. The way that it was worded was kind of funny. I like, it. I, it was probably so, it was probably pretty formal, is right, my right, guess. Right. I it mean, wasn't like, hey, this is, for, this is for our family gathering. I think it was um, another relative who, who did the survey who actually was on Real Life Jeopardy. But I think he speaks for He probably wrote it really formally. He's an attorney. So I feel like that maybe what threw my dad off. What kind of questions <laughs> did they have fake. that you had to answer? I didn't see it. Oh, so here, here are some of the, the cool categories. It was before and after. And you're like, what does that mean? But the example would be naming, uh, say there's a, a family that has three siblings and the names would be of the oldest sibling and the youngest sibling. And then you'd have to name the per- the, the middle sibling. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. Or there was this one category, I forgot, but it was kind of a mind game, but for kind of funny. You'd be like, oh, this person's husband's son's father, which really, the, and the answer is her husband, right? But mm-hmm. if you can't follow that logic quick enough, then you can't answer the oh, question. Oh, right, 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 right. Of course. Um, there was a whole colleges and universities section. So you had to know where certain people went to school. Like we had to guess some people's mascots. Um, things like that. So I was actually pretty impressed and I knew more than I thought I would. <laughs> Does your family, would you say on average, know a lot about you? Personally? I mean, do they like, they'd be like, oh yeah, Margot did this. Margot went here. Like they know stuff about you? thing i was like hmm how much would they know yeah. about this or that? i don't know i mean maybe just a couple of the places that i've lived perhaps i think that's been the thing it's like oh you're the traveler right. 
Right. Or whatever. Uh, but yeah, so it's like family fun, like all very classic. And I feel like you appreciate that kind of stuff. So. Uh, I, I, I <laughs> mean, it's not so personal, but I would, but I don't, I don't have family around as much. So we don't get to do this kind of thing. Right. No, it was totally new to me. I was like, whoa, I right. think I'm still, still transitioning back, even though it's been actually a few years, but I feel like I'm You're transitioning like, whoa, back still. Family hangs out for the holidays. Yeah. They know stuff about each other. <laughs> And when you guys, well, you, these are people you see only like twice a year. Yeah, right? about, about, you know. but it's been consistent the past few years. So I feel like I try to refresh my memory. Like now that I'm older, talk, a lot of da da da. Like, is that what's happening? Small talk, yeah. basic information, but also just like, I try to each year refresh my memory. Ask my dad, like, oh, who's this person in relation to us again? Oh, it's because, you know, as the older relatives pass away, like the family oh. tree, I feel like it's important to know who people are in relation to you. Yeah. Because uh, it gets really complicated, and you're like, I don't get it, <laughs> and it's kind of important to get it, at least part of it. Uh, my family is very small, so we don't have those problems. Mm-hmm. Even my extended family in the states, it's like it's not that complicated. You know, it's like two lines, <laughs> three cousins. You know, we don't have that many compared to other people who have like huge amounts of cousins and aunts and uncles uh-huh. and stuff. We don't have that many. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Did you say you wanted to talk about Friendsgiving, though? Yeah. So, you know, uh, I mean, I guess it's just sort of holiday gatherings in general, but now, of course, everybody has a Friendsgiving. Um, at, at Friendsgiving, essentially mm-hmm. what it now, I guess, in college is when you start doing it, right? Because you're stuck. Uh, you also went to college far away. So it's like you're stuck in your state and you can't fly home because it's too expensive. So that's Friendsgiving. Mm-hmm. That's when it starts, right? I think for most people, yeah. I think for me, it was kind of more after that. But when you're a young adult, yeah. It's- and then now it just becomes Friendsgiving. I, I think what happens is it just becomes Singlesgiving, doesn't it? Ooh, I mean, I don't know. You tell me. I mean, this is my, my, my hypothesis is that like, you know, Friendsgiving, I mean, I guess it is sort of like you do bring your significant other or whatever, but doesn't it just devolve into singles giving people who don't have anything to do or they're left behind? They don't fly home. Or, you know what I'm saying? Is this true? Man, that's deep. Yeah. I actually can see that for sure. Yeah. But how does that make you feel? Oh, I mean, I don't participate in any of these things. Uh, oh, not even Friendsgiving. I don't even okay. Friendsgiving. I thought you were like, I, do not I thought you were into that. Yeah. Oh, um, I don't do any, my, my preferred Thanksgiving mode is to, I love to just sit at home and just mm-hmm. not do anything much like a regular day. However, <laughs> the fact that there's like everybody else is doing stuff, you know, like maybe I'll is it annoying football. to you? Are you annoyed or do you feel hate or just, you're just neutral? I think I've just spent a lot of Thanksgivings alone. Uh, mm-hmm. whether I'm in like New York or just some other place, I just sit there alone and it's fine. Like it's not sad. It's, you know, I like it. Uh, is it just a part of it too that you don't really care about Thanksgiving food? No, I love Thanksgiving food. I love you do see? Oh, I didn't know that. I, I mean, I used to. Although I've been reading, maybe turkey's not the way to go anymore. Like turkey's rarely good. Chicken is still there. Hello, dry. Yeah. Do you think is that the thing as you get bigger <laughs> and older? It's like turkey's no good. Uh, I would agree. I mean, there are so many ways now to cook a turkey to make it less nasty. Right, but it's not you know, like it's oh, not the, the, bag, the smoker, the deep fryer. Yeah. Um, well, of course, at our family gathering, the dark meat was gone like straight away. That's the thing. Nobody wants to flavors. eat the actual big turkey, right? Right. We had my first Thanksgiving, we had a uh, prime rib and a ham. But actually, the funny part, we had so much food that we forgot about the ham. Like it was just uh, sitting on the also, <laughs> still think, in the foil. You know, growing up, like we didn't do a lot of Thanksgiving because for us, Thanksgiving was like Asian food, Chinese food. And mm-hmm. I would love Thanksgiving either out or maybe at somebody else's house because that was, that was an opportunity to interact with white people food. Right. You're like, this is how it's supposed yeah, to be. Yeah. Like I didn't get cranberry Crazy. sauce. I didn't know what stuffing, you know, like I didn't, we didn't get oh, any of this man. stuff for, you know, 20 years or something. So oh, I okay. I see. It. My family's more related into the States. So right. We've been here a lot longer. So ours was always. You had this stuff. Uh, the white people Thanksgiving food plus yeah. Chinese stuff. So it was just like doubly delicious. We just got sort of sometimes my mother's attempts at turkey, but not real turkey. Oh, like I think. In college, we made our own turkey once, and it was great, and it's fun. But then after a while, you're like, turkey's not that delicious. 
It's really not that good. <laughs> <laughs> I am really into green bean casserole, though. You made one? No, we're into it. I'm into it. I didn't realize, you know. Wait, you are? Okay, most people hint that's like the nastiest so dish good. of Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, you know, Amir's, I, I think Amir's mom makes it. And two years ago, I encountered it. And me and my sister immediately just loved it. It's crunchy. It's Both of you. Interesting. And then, How did she, did she make it like super good? Like what did she do that was special to it? I mean, I don't know what happens. I'm not there for the cook. It just, it's just green beans and you put maybe mushroom or like the creamy sauce and it's got crunchy bits. The crunchy bits but, are key. You know, as Amir pointed out, it's just like the Chinese, like sujito, like our green beans with pork. You know, the little bits of pork. Oh, maybe that's why you guys. And we love that. that. Oh no wonder and when why. Amir had that, like he's it. like, I know what this is. Oh, very good. He's learning. So yeah, I mean, no, but like you know, he he's grown up with the same thing for green bean casserole. Was we grew oh, up in with his same culture. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, in Thanksgiving. Right. <laughs> uh, is that a, I guess I guess it's a culture. Yeah, it is a totally culture. a culture. It's a North American thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, but Friendsgiving, I guess, I guess I don't go sometimes because I don't have anything to bring for food. Um, but if there are games, I will go. You know, and generally, uh-huh. sometimes there are games. I guess. I think that's usually David Gear, yeah. right? Or <laughs> depending on your group of people. This year, uh, I um, lent uh-huh. out my karaoke machine to my friend. That is very Thanksgiving spirit of you. She brought it to her house. And, uh, and you didn't, and you didn't go. Well, I mean, so like our family's house, you know, so they uh-huh. had their Thanksgiving stuff and, you know, um, and they're Persian and they set up the karaoke and she was like, her mom like loved the karaoke. They did not know what karaoke was, but what? via the magic of YouTube, they could sing Persian songs. Yes. Isn't that great? Yes. Yes. So easy. Yeah. You just need the microphone to make it feel real. Yeah. And I was like, that's true. Like how, you know, where would they have encountered at home karaoke? I mean, I grew up with it, but you know. Uh, so for them, I think it's great. So now I, I think my new contribution is just karaoke for Thanksgiving. No, that's huge. That's basically a game. Yeah. Well, you, that's an activity. You just need to suck up some time, right? Oh, for that's sure. Really and it's perfect because, uh, you know, if, you know, some families get, as you get more and more into the wine or whatever, oh, right. I think more and more people will participate. In the beginning, you know, it's always hard. You got to have the hardcore people to start, start it up. Um, what time did you guys end? Uh, it's usually quite late. Oh. But this year, for actual Thanksgiving, because I brought my boyfriend for the first time, mm. uh, he can't go as He doesn't have that marathon holiday gathering in him. Right, right, right. So, like, did you have to explain we, that we, beforehand? We had, to, yes, we had to negotiate the time frame. With who? For sure. Uh, with each other. Oh, with each other. So oh, because right. there was an official start time in the past several years because my uncle, you know, he and his wife are getting old and kind of tired. Right. That negotiation is like, okay, we'll host it, but you kids, quote unquote kids now have to do the work. And I'm like, okay, it sounds good to so, you know, help with cooking and cleaning. So that's been, you know, normal the past few years. And so interesting thing too, like, because his family is much more, um, I guess traditional in that way, like his family is totally like Norman Rockwell painting, like perfect, picture perfect. Right. So he was like, you have to help do this stuff. He's like, if you're the host, don't you do it? I was like, no, no. I was like, you have to help. (laughs) Early to set up and you stay late. Right. He's like, why do you have to go early? I was like, what the hell? He's like, oh, he's like, I just remember my grandmother slaving away or whatever. I was like, yeah, Yeah. didn't that suck? He's like, she loved it. I was like, are you sure? I don't think so. (laughs) Maybe she did. I don't know. But I think that's the thing. It's like his view of hosts as well. And this is coming also, I think part of it is like he's on more on the introverted side and he can do it, but not for like as many hours. There's like a three hour window. Right. Like my my family, like is they're late, first of all, usually. And part of it, they always stick it out to the bloody end. So I'm used to having a Thanksgiving where I'm there for like eight hours. Dude. Oh yeah. You just like, go when you wake up and you just, I mean, that's kind of like hanging out with family in general, right? I mean. Exactly too. Just time to shoot the right. shit, you know, like catch up. 
So for me, that was normal, but I had, so I had to reduce my helping time, which I felt bad right. about. But then I also thought that we were too early to help, then we wouldn't uh, catch the later people and talk to them. Ha- and so that's also the whole game. I've Go had ahead. this experience also actually recently. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, 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 this one I'm, I'm commiserating. I understand. It isn't when you <laughs> hang out with other people's families, you also, I mean, you know, I think you also negotiate that. You know, just hang out with your family is different than other people's families, right? Like, I don't want to spend 12 hours with your family. You don't want to spend 12 hours with my family. Like, that's fine, right? In theory. Is that true? In theory. I think, well, I think I just have a very high tolerance for long family hangouts. <laughs> okay. So I, I think that I could do it, but I think his family doesn't do it right. for that long. I think they just like get right. it. They you know it's, it's perfect, it's great, but it's it's not like unnecessarily long. It's like okay, we did the task. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, disperse, disperse. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Versus my family is like, oh, we ate so much. Let's eat more. Oh, let's watch a movie. Like, oh, this person's super late. Okay, we're gonna talk to them now. Um, so I did, you know, I didn't catch up as much as I wanted to, but also I think that's just a general relationship thing, yeah, you know, yeah. negotiations. And that's something that I've always had a hard time with. I think because I'm so used to having just you know, traveling so much yeah. or just being by myself or whatever. And so that was, you know, kind of a double, a double thing. It was overall good, but yeah, that was territory that I hadn't had to deal with much before. Um, part of that, just my, not my, I wouldn't want to say my fault, but I usually have kept my significant others away from the family, Mm. like completely part of it was, you know, I wasn't even living around. So it wasn't like, Oh, stay away, stay away. But it's like, Oh, don't come home with me. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I'm protecting, I'm protecting you. (laughs) And that was my perspective. I've never, I never do holidays with my significant others families either. I mean, I've never had to, I've never, I mean, I either opt out or I'm not around or something. Right. Right. Uh, Right. Or just the relationship doesn't last past the holidays, um, or before the holidays. I don't even you know, like. Yeah, <laughs> so I, 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 I don't really. I don't think I do it much either. Uh, and you are sort of protecting them in a way, I guess. Yeah, I think so. I know some people think that's weird, but I'm so. like, mm, no, you'll see. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. <laughs> but yeah, so new territory this holiday season for me. Hmm. Yeah, I guess sometimes I do sort of feel bad when people bring that. Like sometimes somebody might bring their significant other, and you see them. I guess like. I guess over a period of five years, maybe you see them like five times, but each time you kind of have to like, I just assume people are suffering through these things. I don't know. (laughs) You know, you're pretty extra, I'm pretty extra, so we're fine. But I feel like other people probably just like, you know, people talk to them, but also not that much. I'm not sure. Yeah, no, it's funny. I've definitely seen my relatives pull some moves that are totally unintentional. But if I I was a significant other, I'd be like, oh my God, this is so offensive. Just like forgetting your name and stuff. Oh, right, right, right. (laughs) And like, and referring to the other person, just kind of like, oh, um, yeah, you're referencing the other one. Like, <laughs> you're the dentist, right? Like, well, no, that's the last one. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> and then you're kind of like, I can imagine the other person being like, oh my God, I've been coming here for how many years and you still don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Holidays is just fraught. It's just fraught with things. Uh, maybe it's fun. I don't know. I guess it's fun. I'm not sure. I've come to embrace it. Okay. It's kind of, it's bizarre and weird, but it's charming. Can we'll be see charming. How you feel in five years. I know. Seriously. <laughs> um, do we have any other thoughts on Friendsgiving or Thanksgiving? A little holiday recap? Mm, not, not this year. Not no, this no. Year. I think I, I said enough. You said enough. Did you have any <laughs> options for Friendsgiving or that was off the table this year? No, off the table. And I, I didn't, I, I wasn't really looking around for one because either. You're not because you're yeah. Well, no, I have family on both, both sides of my family have family yeah. here. So that is it. So the assumption is that uh, you're with family, right? Most people assume that if you have family around, you're going to be like unavailable slash no show for anything else. Well, I... Although one thing... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was... No, one thing I have... 
gone down a little bit though. It was uh, and this part of it is like when you're younger, you don't really want to be with your family. So a lot of times you dig out early to go hang out with your friends yeah. on the we actual holiday. Yes. That's my favorite <laughs> yeah. thing to do. Not so much recently. And I'm like, oh. Maybe friends are not around. Right. It used to be like everybody eat at your parents' house and then it's go to somebody else's that. house to hang out after. Right. Also, yes. I mean, that's a factor as well. And people aren't around as much right. anymore. Slash maybe you have family now or, you know, that's yeah, not as much. Um, I spent my Thanksgiving night. Um, I logged on to League of Legends around 10 p.m. And who else was there but our was mutual it- friend at 1 a.m. his time? I was like, what are you doing? Like, it's so late for you. Also. Uh, so, yeah. And, and not only that, there's so many of our friends online playing League of Legends. So that's what people do. They go home, eat, and then they, they go, go online, online, play video games with their other friends. Oh, is that I normal? I guess that's what happens. It's like a spike in traffic, I guess. You know, you're home. You can't leave. You know, uh, so yeah, it was wonderful. That's how I spend my Thanksgiving. Just go to your room. I guess that makes sense. Also, too, I was just talking to a boyfriend about this because, you know, he'll like kind of laugh when I mention that people are gamers. Mm-hmm. But my whole thing, too, now is like, I'm not a gamer, but, you know, you're a gamer. Plenty of sure. my friends are gamers. I'm like, the definition of gamer is so, so broad. broad now. Like, of course, there are still like, like the dorky ass dudes in their parents' basements, but like, you have very normal looking Dare I say, cool people? Don't dare. <laughs> I mean, if you, here's the thing: I, I think if you don't game, you're not you're not cool. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> Says John, who couldn't pod with me because he's playing Magic the other day. No, that's what I'm way. saying. Like you, um, you have you have no hobbies. No, I don't know. Oh uh, yeah, that's I'm, I'm just saying that. Like no, but it's true. But I think that's the one thing that you know, uh, you know, depending on which which subculture you're part of, like that's something that people have missed. That like gaming is quite normal now. Yeah. Um, so that's an important thing to state, I think, which is probably speaking to why you saw so many people online on Thanksgiving yeah. night. And I was like, what? Um, it's a big deal. It's a big thing. <laughs> yeah. Is there like a Thanksgiving game? No, no it's just whatever the hot new it, game is. I mean, I only play one game, so, uh, oh, okay. yeah. Um, so yeah, um, I'm going to give you a couple quick hits. Are you, are, Ooh, are you ready? Love it. I hope this so. This sort of encompasses things that we're interested in, generally speaking. Yes. Um, one, um, we had new emojis release, as you discussed, and we have always oh discussed. Oh my goodness, Is yes. there some sort of, I want to, I want to brief you on some of the, the new emoji controversy. We don't, we're not going to review them oh, like yes. we did last time, but for example, um, yeah. the, the bagel emoji, which I'm sure you have mm-hmm. seen, uh, like mm-hmm. people had to sort of like, they're an uproar because the bagel comes with cream cheese. Right. right. Now the it does. The cream cheese makes it look aesthetically better, but they're like, that's a false emoji. You see what I'm saying? Because it's bagel and cream Right. People were exactly. mad before. People were upset. But it didn't have cream cheese on Which it, Which is correct? so weird. The, ba- the bear, the bear version. version. I mean, they, they, I don't know. I mean, I guess there's people upset on both sides, right? Like some people <laughs> want the cream cheese and you don't want the cream cheese. The point is like, it's a bagel. It's fine. Right. Yeah. I mean, I just impressed Which to have the bagel in the first place. Which one do you prefer is what I want to um, just because I'm like a fatty, I like the cream cheese. Cause that's just, I just want to eat it that I'm, but I'm not a New Yorker, you know, as I feel like if I live in New York, I would have more like feelings mm-hmm. about this. Um, but that doesn't bother me so much. It was the cheeseburger thing. Totally. Cheeseburger, totally didn't bother yes. me. Like which oh. side is the cheese on? That was an obvious foul with a bot cheese on the bottom, but that's way past. Right. To recap that for a brief <laughs> moment in time, I mean, maybe there's just the pre-stage mm-hmm. cheese was, it was bun, tomato, lettuce, burger, cheese, and then bun, which is opposite of anybody. I think it was like on the Android for a while. It was the cheese was on the bottom right. of the burger. And, uh, I think for the iPhones, the cheese was on the top. And people were losing their shit over yeah. both sides. Um, so these new emojis are pretty good, though. Um, there's some useful ones. Do you have any particularly yeah. favorite ones aside from the bagels? That's like my main one. I'm like, bagel, 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 uh, bagel, bagel. I, I really enjoy the tooth. I, I strangely oh, find yes, a lot actually, of uses I for do it. Too. <laughs> I'm not sure why. 
Can you give an example? I know this is the thing. Part of me is too lazy to figure out how to incorporate and you just some see of them, these. You know, they're just there. And also, and you're just waiting for other people to update. So oh, you're like, right. I can't no, use them yet. Yes. This is a good point. You are waiting for people to update. You do find out who doesn't update, actually. Um, but the tooth mm-hmm. is just kind of handy, I guess. You know, uh, you can combine it with other like foods or like something. Uh, some, there's like tooth fairy, you know, sweet tooth. Like you can you can just do a lot with the tooth. I feel like I just like studying the, the tooth in general, and I kind of like the way it looks. You know. Oh yeah, it's a party molar. Very, it's very fat. Very, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like so wide. I, I that's kind of my new favorite at the moment. Um, Ooh, yeah. okay, okay. I did not see that one well, coming <laughs> from you. You know, I, I go to dentist a lot, so I have to, I have to use the emoji very often. Um, this is true. I love yeah. the dentist. And then I was going to also ask you: Have you seen the new Carly Rae Jepsen video? No, I feel like I it's failed in my homework because I know I mean, you love her. Because new... I feel like you put it on our list and I didn't. I mean, look at it, it. <laughs> it's fine. Sorry. I mean, there's a lot of things that go on the list, but it's called Party of One, and um, it's just like okay. her new track. Uh, and uh, since well, we are Carly Rae Jepsen fans, it's inciting incident in our friendship. <laughs> Uh, what's incredible is like if you watch this <laughs> video about thirty seconds in, the bread face girl shows up. Oh, is this furthering Carly Rae Jepsen's uh, current status, or maybe like permanent status as just like she's big in Asia? Because didn't we have a thing where she's popular in Japan? Uh, I think she's right? popular in Japan. Uh, right, but bread face girl is Taiwanese. Well, I think she's just bringing these the internet celebrities on. I mean, I didn't know I didn't know she was a celebrity, frankly, as I didn't oh. realize bread face was so popular. Um, but you know, we're over bread. Right. I mean, it is, it's just, it's just funny that they're together. We did our own video. It's just funny that they're together. I was like, Oh my God, Carly Ray knows about bread face. My question would be like, yeah, whose idea was it? Um, (laughs) Like, how did it go down? It was like executives being like, yes, let's have bread face so hot. Or was it Carly Ray being like, I love bread face or who, or maybe bread face was like, you need me. I don't know. I think think she's big on the, I I think she's big on the internet. Maybe not anymore. I'm not sure. I, I mean, huh. I maybe it's worth a revisit. Breadface lost me when once her videos sexual, started getting yeah. like kind of sexual. No, I agree. And again, it's not me being a wholesome person, but it's more just like this is not matching bread at no. all. This is now she's like, thing like where she just loves. I mean, not she, now she's always done it where I her, she just wears no bra all the time, which is fine. But then like right. some people comment on it, they'll be like, "Hey, you're not wearing a bra." She's like that's on purpose. Like you know, like so clearly she's you know sexualizing the bread that we're not yeah, we're not exactly pro we're not pro that more ratings. Yeah. Right. It's, it's a mouse to me. It's like, I'm like, ew, I'm eating. We don't support that. <laughs> Not for her. Right. 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 Um, Red face, no bra police. How okay. do you feel about a dating site that you get paid to go on the date? By who? It's called What's who Your pays Price, you? for example. So you're basically like an escort. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's all you But yeah, for dates, it'd be like, uh, it's this new site that my friend told me about. And um, oh, they just said your friend was gonna, your friend no, created oh, it. I was gonna get really excited. Yeah. No, I did not create it. <laughs> but I, I'm a presuming, um, you know, both, you know, like everybody, both sides could name your price. But you're like, okay, I want to go on a date with you. Here's a hundred dollars. So not only did they take you on the date, they give you the cash. They give you the money. Man, that's Illegal, crazy. I guess. Also, arguably, is it? Wait, like, sort of, well, escort. I mean, it's not, service, it's not escort, not right? I mean, I don't know. But the thing is, I have a sampling of some of these profiles. Yeah. Oh please, please. Uh, I gotta find the form. <laughs> but, but what's funny is like, you know, <laughs> did you feel? I did not. But my friend's on it because she's trying to get on some of these dates, trying to get that cash because she wants to make I mean, money. Yeah, you is know, because she. 
Uh, but what's funny is like once you sort of, I mean, as we knew this, obviously, it's like once you, once somebody's like, I'm going to give you money for this, they feel like they deserve something, you know? So it, yeah, that would be my uh, biggest. Concern so I'm reading that. profiles of these douchebag like, guys. I mean, you know, like who's on the site oh clearly. Yeah. And obviously uh-huh. and they're like, here's my list of like, you know, this is, they, they just talk so much about the qualifications for this date. And like, if you perform well, then it's like a hundred dollars or like maybe there's a bonus, you know, it's like, these are the worst kind of people, basically, on the dating mm. planet, right? Sounds like um, it. Wow. But hilarious. Oh yeah, because there are still. I mean, my, it was going to be my my assumption. My question is not assumption is that it skews toward you know a certain way. Like, is it guys with money or even I mean, without money? Like, money, and right? it's mostly females, you know, straight females or whatever, um, accepting the money to go on dates. Like, I can't imagine too many guys. I can't imagine too many women who would pay guys to go on a date with right. them because you don't need right. to. You don't, you don't need to. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So then, yeah, it gets into some weird, like, sugar daddy slash, like, escort sort of let me, territory. Let me give you the sort of uh, um, the mission statement from the founder, Brand, Brandon oh Wade. Okay. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Is he a YouTube um, I, I'm not sure. It could be another guy with the same name who's Australian. Um, anyway, sorry. So go on. he hasn't been kissed until he was 21. He had never been kissed at 21. And his mom was like, you should focus on, on that, you know, trying to get somebody. And he went to MIT, obviously, right? You know, he, he's worked for a lot of Fortune 500 companies. And here's his quote about what this company is. What's your price.com is taking the science out of dating because really it's all about economics. Dating is about supply and demand, quality over quantity. We know what it takes to capture the attention of a beautiful girl. But after that first date, the rest is up to you. So he obviously is using this exactly. with his worldview in mind and other guys like him, which right. there Does are any of this shock like you? him. Zero. I mean, I, yeah. damn it. I guess not. I know. I want to be shocked. I'm like, this is, he kind of sounds like a high functioning incel, oh, wow. you know? Is that, is that like a really uh, no, huge I don't know. I mean, I, 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 you know, I, I have only learned about incels somewhat recently, so. Really? But you're in the gaming world. <laughs> I know. Uh, I play games. I have been reading a lot more Reddit these days, which has really thrown me into weird holes. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I try not to go into Reddit unless I just. But when I really you play a lot of little games, you kind of. I know. Yes. Oh, yes, true. For yeah, for advice, like they somebody always, always wants the answer. They always know what to do. Except for my one question about this one song on a, a Twenty One Jump Street episode, mm, which I talked about in a previous mind. pod, and no one, no, I didn't make an account yeah. to pose the question. But I like wrote down all the lyrics and I paste them into a search engine as hoping somebody on Reddit would answer it. And like, there's no answer that exists. So I'm going to have to like create an account perhaps and figure this out. Anyway, this is the one area where Reddit failed me anyways. But usually there's some, yeah, somebody knows the answer on Reddit, but, um, right. Incels. Yeah. I mean, this, this is not a shocker, (laughs) but yeah, I just want to put it out there that there's this site called what's your price.com. If you want to participate in this economy, it's not a science of dating. It's economy. Right, but this is assuming of that course. this is the I mean, way the world age, works, right? For, uh, yeah. for everyone. I mean, I can just, of course, he's a 21-year-old. Like, right, I can hear like a yes. really bitter man just being like, this is all women care about, so let's give it to them or like whatever. <laughs> like, oh demand. my God. I would, I'm, I'm curious to hear like yeah, testimony. You know, once my friend goes on a couple of states, I'll bring it. her on and we'll discuss. Oh, so she, okay. Your friend is the lady and oh, she's she getting it. paid. I mean, okay. Okay. Right. Her. Right. I mean, oh, she, not yet. So she's been, I saw the dates. offers that she was getting from people. Oh, so here's a question. So do you get, do you have to have a match first yeah. or like the, they offer you're you, just out there and anyone can offer you. Let's do this. I'll offer you $75. How do you, um, hold the people accountable in terms of like, 
you go on the date and you say you're going to pay That's me hundred bucks. Like, about. You're who's supposed to, say to that give the money up not. front in How? theory, and I assume cash, but which is like uh-huh. that's just. Or, or I would assume it would be via the app, like electronically. No, they can't. They don't. Just have, so it, no, it's you not the money in the app, in the app. That. because it has. It, yeah, because of legally right, Harry exactly. is that like why? You can't like this holding service. I guess I don't know. Man, there's I mean, no accountability. I feel like there's like lawsuits. I mean, it's the same concept is sort of like other. This guy took me out for a drink and then jet after five minutes, but it's like whatever, right? I mean, you do what you want. That one's fine, but it's the whole like there could be some really dangerous yeah. situations. <laughs> but a lot of people or, uh, on the yeah, site he said she said. sound like they would be like. Don't just use this for money. We're going to go on a real date. You know, like they're very, very like just. (laughs) But the things that these people sell on these sites are also just funny. You know, the versions of themselves they sell. I mean, they're only selling, you know, one thing basically. I have some money to pay you for mm-hmm. Right. How's it going to get you quality <laughs> over? Know, but, you know, that's fine. Um, let's move along. Let's move along. Um, okay, here, here's the last little tidbit that I have for you in our quick hits. Um, so there's a new Harry Potter movie. Goodness, yes. I haven't seen it. Yes. Seen it. Okay. Um, I did I. not like the first mm-hmm. Fantastic Beasts. Um, and I don't know if you did, but... I wanted to, but I'm like hanging on to Harry Potter. But also you're like, guys, what right, do you Right, right. I mean, go? in you theory, know? <laughs> we have to let it go someday. Uh, we're not even huge Potterheads, the two of us, as we know. Um, however, we are... <laughs> we didn't go to Harry Potter right. World. Again, no. we did podcast <laughs> about it. Uh, but I, what I am passionate about is the is the clothing on wizards, right? So this article Ooh. that I linked to, yes, which I'll summarize for you, is um, they're talking about how the fashion of the wizards in this new movie and the new, I guess, trilogy or whatever it is, just, just doesn't reflect the world at all because they're dressing very normal. Like the wizards basically just dress cool. They look like, you know, wherever they're in 18th century England, wherever they're doing, you know, like they're no longer in robes, no longer trying to be different. And so this well, this author is pointing out the inconsistency because now they're also trying, you know, Dumbledore, I guess they said, you know, he'd always be wearing flashy robes and he wanted to look kind of silly, but that would kind of make his enemies underestimate him because he's, oh, he's so silly or whatever. But now he looks like Jude Law in a three-piece suit. And that really ruins sort of the idea of Dumbledore. <laughs> But in general, the wizards don't want to look like muggles. They don't want to dress in the fashion of the muggles. Like, they have their own world. Do you know what I'm saying? But now, in this new movie, Mm -hmm. everybody just dresses very normally, you know. And some of them are trying to blend in. Like, they don't want to be seen Mm -hmm. as muggles. But then the evil faction, the sort of Nazi wizard faction, they're, they're like, no, we're better than you. But yet they participate in muggle fashion. And after reading this article, I've been ruined. Oh, <laughs> no, yeah, I'm going to watch, watch I'm gonna watch it. I'm anymore. just saying, I think that's a great point. <laughs> I guess so. Especially part of me is like, who cares? But part of me is also like, well, this is mm-hmm. supposed to be a prequel, you know, to Harry Potter. If things are taking place a long time ago, you would think that that's more reason for them to dress more in more traditional mm-hmm. wizard garb. And uh, the assumption would be that if you had a more contemporary, you know, wizard movie, that would kind of be more of an excuse to have them wearing more normal yes. clothing. Correct. Yeah, it's the chronological um, stumble then, right? Or like inconsistency. Huh. I don't know if that's ruining me, but now I'm like, damn. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Oh, goodness. Okay. <laughs> well, see, I mean, if the costumes are good, if the fashion is great. But it's not like Hunger you know, Games where they, they look different that. and cool. They just look like they're dressed in suits and normal, like, that's you true. know, petticoats and whatever. Yeah, Hunger Games has good points. You know, they just look like normal humans. Yes, yes. Well-dressed normal humans. Speaking of wizarding stuff and costumes, this brings to mind Wicked. Sorry, I, think I really liked their costumes in Wicked. That's all. You know, it's like, there's a... Right. Yes, because there's like an aesthetic, right? Like, this is a world that's different from ours. 
And this is how it comes out in the way that we dress. And there are certain, you know, trends and themes like in like any culture, but you see it throughout all on pretty much all the costumes. Hunger Games, Wicked, Wicked. Over Harry Potter. Uh, yes. You know, there was a Wicked 25th anniversary, maybe 15th anniversary. Oh, that's right. Didn't you uh, of course I tweet about, about it? it? <laughs> I didn't watch it, it though. I good. feel like a it bad fan. Good. Did you love it? Uh, Ariana Grande oh, was excellent. Sad. Strangely, she was very good. Uh, yes. But okay. me and George watched the whole thing, mm -hmm. and it's the weirdest sort of like. I mean, they just it it didn't go great. I guess some of the singing was nice, but like you know, some of it like made no sense. But I may go watch Wicked again this week, actually, by myself. Yeah, it's in San Diego. The right musical, now. musical. Oh no wonder why are they there having is, a lottery but I think system? I'm just gonna pay for it. Nobody will go with me You're because do it nobody the, wants to keep on watching it. Self. So I guess I'm gonna go solo. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, John. Where if, if we were in the same city, you. I would, I would go I with you. Tickets and you, could come. I, you would have had no choice. <laughs> Uh, I can't. I <laughs> you like we're plotting about you know, it. We're going. Buy your ticket. I know. That's so Who sad. do you think I asked? What about first? George? She's <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, it's okay. Yeah, your own exactly. blood, betrayed by your own blood. She's like, uh, it's okay. I don't need to watch it again. I'm like, what? It's not like we get out much here. Don't Dang, get much culture out here in San Diego. Yet she's turning it down. I don't know what's going on with that. It is cold. Oh, that's cold. That's cold. Maybe you need to uh, like, go on the website. Well, I mean, <laughs> Name your that's, price. That's true. Where you go. I mean, Name true, you do have a but, you know, if you that's need point, an activity actually, yeah. partner. <laughs> quantity. Oh, no, quality over quantity. Quality. Quality over quantity. And it seems so non-threatening. You're like, I just want to see a musical. <laughs> Come <quiet>. with me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's your, not all hope is lost, John. There are other ways for I'm you to have a companion for the show. Um, all right. All right. That's thank great. You. You'll have a great time. Uh, those can. are all my hits. Those are my five hits. Welcome. I'm done. Those are fantastic hits. Let's let's do this kind of be a segment that we would always like to do. You know, like, how's your driving? Ding, ding. <laughs> yeah. The game show. Ding, ding. Uh, <laughs> I was telling John, you know, I've been driving almost every day for the past two months now. So of course, in some ways I'm better, you know, I have a small car, it's a new car, so it responds really well. Overall, it's, it's not bad. Um, that said, I'm an Asian lady, which I'd, I'd hate to yes. enforce a stereotype, but I'll tell you two things that have happened to me since I've been driving and I wish I, they didn't happen, but A, um, I lost the glass off of my passenger side mirror because I was going up a very windy, narrow hill and I may have uh, brushed against a <laughs> A parked car. No damage to that other car because it was a huge old rusty truck. How did you not lose okay, the entire side say that. So oh. I don't know. I don't know. Just because my oh. theories, I don't think I hit it that hard. I think it's just maybe uh, my my beautiful 2019 Honda Fit is not as well constructed as older Hondas used to be. Maybe so. Just the actual mirror came off. Yeah, that's impressive. Other the rest of it is fine. Yeah. <laughs> I got it back. And then, you know, I ordered the part. Also, I mean, it's a bit, do not go to Honda Ceremony if you're in the Bay Area. They are just, every time I've had an interaction with them, it's been, like, not good. I mean, I know car dealerships are mm. going to have good and bad reviews, but the thing is, like, they have such a huge customer base, and they will always have a huge customer base that I feel like you just fall through the cracks. Um, and they don't give a shit because, like, they just have more customers or whatever, and they know that you're going to go to them still anyway because maybe they're the closest or you and want your car there or whatever, which is me. Anyways, Where is this Honda? Where is uh, this? Yeah, that's my anti-American. Ceremony. We're never going. Ceremony. Okay. Oh. No, I mean, but I keep going because I'm like, it's the closest. All right. But I need to look up other ones. But um, 
So anyway, uh, so like, yeah, the first time I went to them, uh, what was to get some stuff installed when I bought my car. So they had the thing. And of course the time that they kept giving me was different. Each person gave me a different amount of time that they need to leave the car there. So it was like, Oh, one hour, three hours, half a day. And then they, I got, you know, waiting, waiting, waiting. I got the shuttle home and they're like, Oh, actually this part that came in is the wrong wow. kind. So can we keep your car overnight and we'll give it to you tomorrow? I was like, what the fuck dude? Um, so that was one. And then for this mirror thing, I ordered the mirror or so I thought I did. And the guy was like, Oh, why don't you come in just to have it looked at? And I was like, uh, what? So I was about to go. And then my boyfriend was like, are they going to put on the mirror? I was like, no, I just ordered it now, but they said, just bring it in anyway. He was like, no, there's no point in, do in doing that. I was like, you're right. What the hell? So the next two days I was waiting for it to come in and I was like, I should just call mm -hmm. to follow up on the status of this mirror. I called and the person, new person was like, there's no record of an order for a mirror for you. I was like, what? I got a quote on the price, blah, blah. Um, so the no mirror, I was like, I mean, these are, okay, I know, I know there's worse things to, to like experience, but just no, considering, I was like, uh, there's no this record. Yeah, I was like, what the hell? Where's my mirror? Yeah. So I had to put in the order again. Um, and then it was the weekend. So I had to wait an extra couple of days. Meanwhile, driving around with no side mirror. I'm like, I didn't feel like the best doing that, you know, <laughs> but I'm not the safest. So I got the freaking mirror. Luckily I got installed in like, in like an hour. So, you know, I got the free coffee. I got a muffin. I was like, I'm going to get all my free stuff. <laughs> Where's the donut? Damn it. Um, and then do you know what sucked is that as I'm driving home, it was, okay. It was pouring rain. It was pouring rain. I'm going, I'm merging. I'm like on a merging lane to the highway and I go through this huge puddle. It's like a river. And little did I know that I think it knocked what? off my hubcap. The one, the same side, you my passenger side. So the day I got home and I got on my car and I said, Hey, my car looks kind of funny. Like what is going on? And I realized it's because I was missing a hubcap from the passenger side, which is where I got the mirror knocked off. And I, that's the only explanation I sure. can think of. Like, where did I lose it? How did I lose it? It must've been through the puddle. And I told my boyfriend and he was like, that seems weird. He's like, you're not supposed to use your hubcap from going through a puddle. And I was like, right. it was a huge puddle. But what the hell? Honda, I feel like the quality is going down. I was like, this is a brand new car. And I don't think I did something so like do you that have to, to it, to be honest. <laughs> well, then I was looking it up. Did they I was it like, do you? I really need a hubcap or is it just decorative? Well, I didn't tell them yet because I was just like, oh my God, I just got my mirror replaced today. I can't. I can't, can't be go like, back listen, again I, today. when I left your, you know, when I left there, there's no hubcap, like something they had looked at. Yeah, I mean, you can't. How can, how can they I prove, prove it? it? I can't, you know. There's how can goals. they prove it? Ugh, you're right. It's already been a few days. But I think I need to replace it just because um, they're mostly decorative, but apparently they help keep the nuts inside from okay. rusting. I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, are they expensive? I don't know if they're expensive. I don't know either. I mean, I think you can oh. get one for maybe 40, 50 bucks, but it's going to be the labor. They're going to charge for labor, right? If they, if I, I can just pick it up. I could just put it on myself, oh, I suppose. I don't know how, it, right? but I can look it up. I know. I, should, I feel like it should be very doable. But anyway, that's my driving updates. And I feel bad because I'm an Asian leaving driver and all this stuff has happened already in the first two months. And well, I'm like, you're a novice driver. Why? <laughs> that's more important. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that. This is true. It's like I haven't been driving long enough to know whether exactly. I'm actually a good exactly. driver or a bad driver. It's just, just What was your theory enough. about the Asian Correct. driving? Oh, it's a new one. So, I mean, you have the racist explanation that is like, oh, your eyes are too small, wow. <laughs> which of course is not true. <laughs> This is, I don't actually know, but this is like, if I were to be a racist person, like that would be the first thing that comes to mind because that's such an old joke, right? I don't know, but I don't have small eyes. <laughs> no, so here's my new theory. I don't know if it's true or not, but I think it's because we're overall raised to be uh -huh. like kind of polite. 
So yeah. this is totally a stereotype as well. Maybe it just makes us not as aggressive, like, huh. yeah, more indecisive drivers. Like not like I'm going for this. I'm confident. Do it. Versus like, oh, okay, you can go. Oh, I'm not sure. Uh, right? I've never heard. I don't know. Thing, what do you think? Nor the previous one, but I like it. Um, it sounds. It has the ring. Of truth. <laughs> the first one now, is definitely how does not that? Ap- I mean, that, <laughs> good, but- I guess it applies to what Asian women drivers, or maybe more so because that. You know, Asian women drivers like have such a bad anecdotal. rap. Like you know, Asian drivers said it, and then rap. because somebody said it, all of a sudden people just perpetuate it. You know, like I saw one Asian bad driver, and now it's all of them. And I was like, well, you know, they're uh, you know, I just like I never thought it's true because I'm like everyone's a bad driver. A lot of people are bad drivers. I'm a bad driver. And I know that this is just very Asian. Like, a lot of people are bad. Drivers. Many of us yeah. I mean, Asians can do fucking anything. There's like billions of us. Uh, you know, right? <laughs> we invented those cars. Damn it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I can't, I can't wait for China to take over. Um, reading an article about that this morning about how the Chinese economic miracle. Right, right. It's all, yeah, these like turnaround, like miraculous. Yeah, right. The tone of these yeah. articles are very, like almost religious in some ways. And how they got there. It's really fascinating. You know, um, they, yes, yes. Everybody propped them up. Taiwan, they, they Taiwan jump started them into the economy. Anyway, the point is Asians can do anything. The driving, um, <laughs> I think. I think that could be possible. I mean, maybe a lot of it is like Asian women drivers are not aggressive because you're in a new country. You don't know how to, I, I don't know. You know, I mean, does this apply for other places? Yeah, I don't know. Um, this is a, it's a good question. My mom can't drive. You know, I mean, a lot of people. Well, oh, you think your mom cannot drive? I mean, she's a terrible driver. Oh, she but, is. But I mean, that's like, you know, but in her case, it's like one, there's like a, it's not a language barrier, but there's a language barrier. You know, it's like there's a there's a cultural barrier of sort of driving. She's she gets nervous around stuff. My mom's kind of nervous in general. Mm. Uh, it's just kind of like if you're gonna put anybody in a large machine that they are not used to driving around in. Mm. You know, I mean, I, you would think after 20, 30 years you'd be okay, but then I've been driving for twenty years and I'm a fucking terrible driver for the exact same reasons <laughs> that you would say. I have small eyes and I'm very passive. <laughs> no. Um, but when I was young, I was not passive. I, I drove very quickly, but then I crashed my car. So then I stopped. Oh yeah. It's the adult. But also maybe I'm male. So it's like, maybe I was like, you know, because Asian Americans down here, everybody drives their little fast cars when they're young Mm. in high school. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, maybe it's just a certain generation of Asian American women drivers. Perhaps. perhaps. I mean, mean, not that point where how some, some Asian women drivers maybe didn't know how to drive till older. Right. I mean, yeah. I, same with me, but my circumstances are different just because I was lazy. Does this stereotype harm us in some way? I think people try to cut you off more often. I think mm-hmm. they think they can. Well, also, I do think, you know, my little car makes it so people see it's a little car and they're like, oh, I mean, it's like oh, kind of like the, the minivan stereotype, right? It's like, oh, let's mm-hmm. put this car off because yeah. it's like not a sports car driver. So this person must not be an aggressive driver. Um, it would help if we had like a cannon on <laughs> Something very aggressive. Like Maybe I should paint like a dragon on the side, right? Yeah, yeah. Or a rice rocket. Uh, I don't know. That would end this aggression problem quickly. Yes, I know. Like, don't mess um, with a Chinese lady. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because I don't know. I, you know, no, nobody gives me that on the road. So oh, excellent. If you, if you, you notice this SUV, in the upcoming, John, I forgot, right? I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, some people honk at me because I'm a terrible driver. <laughs> But you're the bigger uh, cars, but, never. Right. But if you notice some sort of like aggression towards you because you think you're an Asian driver, please report that in our next oh, Thank you. Report. So far, well, I think because I'm driving in an area that is heavily Asian, I haven't noticed the racist part. I think it's more just like because I drive a small car. I think it's more that. Right, right. So we'll see. I, I shall report. I shall report. Yeah, I'm excited. 
Thank you. Hopefully nothing to report, but be vigilant. Yeah, let's hope it's a brief, it's a brief segment next time. <laughs> All right, going on wait, the list. Wait, 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 but tell us about the mirror. Oh, yes. Because okay. Asians also, in their fixed up cars, this is how I picked up the habit, you buy this little mirror that extends your rear view mirror. It's broad. Sometimes it's, uh, it's a fish eye kind of effect, wide angle. But the one I sent you was just flat. So it's not wide angle, but it exponentially increases how much space you can see behind your car. Yes. Thank you, John, for the present, that my car yeah. warming presence. Of course. The, well, the funny thing is that my basis of comparison is not that much because I, you know, I didn't drive for that many for that long before. So I did notice a difference. The biggest thing that it does for me, which it makes me feel like a creeper, which I like because I am mm. a creeper. Um, yeah. I can see the driver behind me like way better now in detail to the point where if I'm looking at them, I feel like they can, they see me looking at them. They know that I'm looking at them. Of course they don't, but because I can see them so well, most of the time I'm like, man. And then I get, and then I, you know, it's, it's the same like sequence of thoughts each time. I'm looking at this person, being like, oh my gosh, can they see me see them? And then I'm like, oh my God, is a person in front of me looking at me? <laughs> I see what you're saying. Then I stop looking. But I like it's it I like it for that reason. In terms of, um, is there an advantage to be able to see more behind me? In theory, yes, but I, I don't think I've... Haven't done experience. Oh, wait, I will say it helps me when I lost my mirror because I was like, I can't see on that side. So <laughs> thanks to your wide mirror, I turned it more to the right side. And I felt like I could see more of my, you know, that area. It wasn't perfect, but I was like, this is more than I can do had I just had a regular mirror. So thank you. Why? Um, you also noted that you don't tend to turn your head and. Oh, I do. I do. Oh, you do now. Uh-huh. Oh, you do. Oh, you always yeah, do. Yeah, I always do. Okay. Okay. Good. Oh, good. thank you. That's the safety thing. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I feel like I turn my head too much. I think I do it too much as well. Yeah. But every turn, I've, if I don't turn my head, I feel like it's just too scary. Right. Because you always have the blind spot. So you're exactly. like, what the hell? Especially in areas like San Francisco where there are so many bikers, they just come out of nowhere. So I just feel like extra yeah. careful and checking the spots. Oh, that's They're risking death. <laughs> All right, John, 2018 wrap-up for you. I have to say, Margo, that on paper, this is the best year of my life. <laughs> There's a but in there, but that sounds great. Uh, doesn't that sound great? Yes. Okay, are you going to name uh, the would, I mean, points that... Is, is your 2018 pretty good? Um, I think it's like good enough, you know what I mean, in terms of adulting. On paper, is it the best year of your life? Uh, I think in terms of adulting. Exactly. <laughs> That's how, that's what I'm saying, but I, I feel like I I don't know if we're on similar trajectories, obviously, but I think on paper it's the best year of my life because adulting plus just in general, right? Mm-hmm. Are you, Do I feel like it's the best year of my life? Of course not. Ooh, how does that rank? Then? However, I mean, does it feel like one of the worst years, or just kind of neutral, or like it's been cool, like chill? But no, it's not chill at all. I mean, that's the thing that you know I'm coming off of like a very boring 2017. And I, I've jam-packed this year with excitement and and excitement and, and fun and accomplishments, everything. You know, like everything that you're supposed to look for. I turned 40. That's right. I had birthday. I you know, like forget. I did everything this uh-huh. year in theory that I a person could want. Are you going to name any of them or is this a secret? <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, I think, I mean, okay. You know, I, I traveled for six months, mm-hmm. seven months, just running around wherever I wanted. Uh, you know, um, I, I have a new book deal. That's so cool. I, I, I sold an option on my TV thing to my oh, friend. That's so cool. Uh, I got a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I have a mm-hmm. house. I'm traveling more. Uh, I, I've done it, you know, like I've, I've done a lot this year. Yeah, it's fantastic. I turned 40. Yeah. Uh, I sang. I danced. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I did a lot of things. But, but. 
Yeah. Are you feeling a bit of ennui? Like what is? <laughs> it's, it just feels the same, Margot. That's the problem. It all feels the this same. This is when like you have such a uh, pretty cool life, and you need to just keep doing crazier or more and more to stimulate yourself. Is this what you're feeling? Like it does. He, my, here's the thing, right? Of course, 2017 was not as fun as 2018. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun in 2018. But functionally speaking, what's the difference? <laughs> the the oh my gosh, John, you are like right? coming to the end, end what are you of getting? your life I mean, or you something. Tell me, I don't know. <laughs> what's the point? Um, you tell me. I Is this my peak? Well, I, mean, I don't think it's, it's your peak, but hopefully it's setting a strong foundation right. for a, a good 2019. You know, it's like you accomplish these things, but I think that you're setting it yourself for, I think they will lead to more. How much better could it get? Love, we love more, more. Right. But the thing is, I don't think more does. My thing is, I don't think more does anything. <laughs> <laughs> You've done everything there is to do. That's I mean, I, I won two fantasy championships. You know, like I, I did so much. I oh so my much. goodness. You're not making me like motivated. <laughs> you know, uh, so I mean, no, we, we will have to obviously cover our goals for next year, next year. Um, but it, in terms of adulting, I've come far. In terms of adulting, you've come far. Yes, right? for for me, yes. <laughs> so how does it feel? That's what I want to ask you, Margaret. <laughs> well, I guess I maybe with the things I'm saying to you, like I feel good about them. It's just funny mm-hmm. because, you know, some people... Uh, who know me in a certain capacity in terms of traveling a lot. And I love it. They're like, Oh, mm-hmm. I never pictured you settling down. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. Um, so I guess, yeah, adult stuff, you know, like moving in with my boyfriend to a cool apartment. That's great. Like, I yeah, got a, I got a great. car. Who, who'd have thunk? That's crazy for me. Feels it great. feels great. Mm-hmm. Um, I technically got a promotion at work. It sounds better than it is. That's, that's something to on paper. Um, you know, the travel was pretty good. Not as much as I used to do, but I think for, a person who's settling down, so to speak, not too bad. Yes. What are the things of being our trip to Vietnam, right? So, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. But I think, oh, here's okay. Here's my my maybe where it differs from you a little bit. I wish I could say I got mm-hmm. a book deal. Like I'm so happy for you in your writing. I'm like, yeah, that's uh, something I have to. <laughs> I always say that I need to work on. But anyway, um, let me tell you, it doesn't it doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> What's the point? Give it now. But um, What's the point of writing? Yeah. <laughs> but I think because my, a lot of my adulting accomplishments happened later in the year, like the fall on, this is why I'm thinking, okay, mm-hmm. am I just setting something up for next year or am I supposed to look oh, forward to what this does I see. for next year? So I'm not quite sure. Right. I don't feel like sad, but I'm like, oh, this is just different. This is different for both of us, right? Because we had joked in our right. last episode that we're the stay-at-home club now, not the whole, like, we're friends yes. oh, and we yeah. travel and we write and yeah. blah. I mean, there's some of that still. So. <laughs> but yeah, this is the, the major 2018 um, things that have happened in our lives. All right, so that's the wrap-up. For, uh, it's a big success. I mean, you know, taking on uh, it's a big success all around for both of us. <laughs> Thank you. I just thought it'd be more. No, yeah, uh, it's great. It's great. Um, we'll see what 2019 has to offer, and I, I think know. it will have to, it will have a, a bounty. Look at live people. Stay positive. Keep listening. Stay the- positive. Stay strong, guys. Stay positive. <laughs> All right. Are we doing? Um- Swipe right. <laughs> Oh yeah, we need to do some, some recommendations. recommendations. Uh, All right. Yeah, yeah. What you got? Uh, I've got a couple quick ones. So uh, there were some wildfires in California as of late, and fortunately, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, my family is okay. Things, but it was really smoky in San Francisco. Um, it was for a, a week or two. There was our our air quality went up to red. It went up to purple. I didn't even know there was a purple, to be honest. But purple go is purple. The, there's wow. a level. The next level beyond purple is hazardous, which I think maybe means evacuation. So I ordered a mask. Of course, masks were totally wiped out. 
looking, walking around the city or driving around the city, it looked like apocalypse now. You know, it's, I was like, oh my God. Everybody was wearing I was like, this is the future. This is now. Like when we, when we run out of resources and like, the, you know, we're just messing up our own world and like whatever. So that was kind of freaky. But I got this email from this woman I don't know, but it's from a listserv and she went into detail about all the masks that you need. And I, I fell for, I ordered these masks with RZ masks and they're reusable, they're washable. That's why. And there was a decent discount code, which is Steve40. If you uh, choose to want a survival mask for yourself, <laughs> but I love they that. have these like um, replaceable carbon filters, you know, so you can use it over and over again and it lasts for a while. So I'm like, I will endorse this. I, and one more thing I will endorse. One of my cousins is, um, they're half Norwegian and she's a senior in high school and she wants to take a gap year. And apparently in Norway, it's normal. And the kids go to this thing called, I think it's a folk school. So you can just for one year, like you can learn the arts. You can do, you know, I don't know, woodworking or like whatever for a whole year. And it's pretty cheap. I think it's largely government subsidized. And I was like, that's pretty awesome. Of course, most things outside of the U.S., are awesome like that. So even though I don't know much about it, I endorse it. <laughs> and of course she, she was like, come visit me. I'm like, yes, of course I will. <laughs> when you're learning how to shear sheep or something. I don't know. Two cool things. She'll, as be, of late. she'll be doing this for a year and then going to college. Uh, that's the idea. Yeah. See. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Wow. Endorsements for you? Um, uh, I didn't really have. Oh my one. goodness. Oh, oh, oh. Um, <laughs> I think you always have them. <laughs> I know it's. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Um, I will. I will endorse a podcast episode, um, which is. Whoa, it's okay. Um, is the the Dave Chang show? Who is the chef? It's on the Ringer, uh, and he interviews Dave Cho, the artist. Uh, if you don't know either one of them, Google it. Um, but you know, I'm not huge into the Dave Chang show and really his personality these days. However, this interview is very good because Dave Cho, I do love, even though he's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the two of them do have a really good, uh, podcast. And I think it's like two hours long. It's very wow. long. Yeah. Um, but it's worth a listen, I think really for everybody, uh, because they're both very entertaining. They cover a lot of things. Um, and also they talk a lot about, you know, he's a chef, the other one's an artist. Um, and they're also Korean American males. Mm-hmm. And, um, they're, they're kind of like the most, I mean, at least David Chang is like the most prominent Asian American male in a particular way, I would say, wouldn't you? In a way, he is. I think he, he, he has yeah. his empire stretches across like various yeah. industries and platforms. So in that right. sense, yes. He's not like a true celebrity like Hollywood, but he's pretty big. Uh, so yeah, take a listen. That's my recommendation. The Dave Chang episode with Dave Cho. Noted. I will. <laughs> um, All right. Do you want to wrap this so, up, John? Farewell, 2018. Farewell. But until next time. Until next time. After my Asia travels. Yes. TV. All right. Bye, Margo. Bye, John. <laughs>